This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. It's time for us to connect with Professor Dion Foster, Head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, also the Director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. And another book just out, Dion. Goodness gracious me. And uh, you spent some time flat on your back. You weren't well at the beginning of lockdown. It just seems like you get more than 24 hours in a day. Good morning. <laughs> morning, Brad. Morning, Brad. I must say, I, I'm, I'm one of the folks who's hoping that those uh, antibody tests become available because I'm convinced I had the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you did but well. anyway... I must say, I, 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 you know, that was a while ago, fully recovered, and, uh, you know, back up to my old nonsense, no. you know, running and cycling and, you know, all the other bits that go with it. So I must say, I'm, I'm so grateful. And of course, now that the weather's getting a bit better, mm. it's absolutely wonderful, you know. Yes, you see, this is, I think, the reason why you get through all of the stuff and manage to do it, is the attitude and the joy with you, which you do everything. And uh, sometimes in life we get a little bit of a speed bump, and often it's when people, I mean, some people, because of your exposure and your and your reach and the person who you are, Dion, and, and the fact that you're well-known in the circles that you move in, and particularly in some of the things around ethics that you're involved in, you must have experienced more than enough slander of your good name over the last, uh, over the many years, Dion. <laughs> Brad, absolutely. And, um, and I've also in some ways learned, you know, to, to think about it in, in slightly different ways. In fact, the topic for today comes about because um, someone wrote a very, very, <coughs> excuse me, a very, very uh, sort of mean uh, uh, comment on, on one of the, the chapters in this new book, um, which was written by another author, but as, as an editor for, of the book, you know, one feels responsible. You, yeah. you invited people to participate, you read the text. And, and initially, you know, my, my sort of sense was, oh, my goodness, I, I need to go on the attack here. You know, I need mm. to, to go on the attack. And, and I was actually speaking with uh, a good friend of mine, Alan Story, who, who's the minister at the Central Methodist Church in, in Cape Town. And Alan was saying, but Dion, would Jesus say amen to that? You know, he has a way of just <laughs> sort of silencing everything. And it, it caused me to go back and think again, you know, as Christians, how should we deal with with disagreement, with slander, with misunderstanding, and, and even with conflict? And, and I thought maybe just to share one or two things that I'm trying to learn uh, for myself. And let me say I'm, I'm far from perfect with this, but this may help in, in marriage, it may help in families, it may help at work. It may help just in, in general. I think the first thing, Brad, that we have to recognize is that conflict is normal and it is to be expected. That's, that's a reality of, of life. And, of course, the reason for that is because conflict is a result of the gift of diversity. Mm. I mean, the fact that we are different means that we, we are going to see the world in different ways. And sometimes we're not going to agree on what we value and why we value it. So, so accept conflict is normal, you know. Um, anticipate that there will be times where you will face disagreements with others or others will disagree with you. The second thing I think that, that I'm trying to learn in, in relation to conflict is that conflict requires knowledge. Um, you know, I, I mentioned to you that many, many years ago, um, I, I was conscripted in, into the, the military, mm. and I happened to be in a particular uh, branch of the military where, you know, one, one uh, had to, you know, jump out of uh, airplanes, and you had to learn very quickly that the only thing 
that you had control over was the six feet around you, above you, below you, and next to you. Mm-hmm. And and if you if, if anything was going wrong, all you had to do was just center into that space and say, okay, stop, think, take control. And I think the same relates to to conflict. Very often we we have to recognize that you know it's not a good place to respond from from a place of woundedness mm-hmm. or anger or, or fear. You know those kinds of emotions. And, and inevitably, Brad, unfortunately, my experience is they lead to sinful behavior. They lead to, to more brokenness rather than good. So the first thing that I try to, to remember is, number one, look at the, the, the person that you're in conflict with or the situation that you're facing from God's vantage point. Now, again, this friend of mine, Alan, at the entrance to their church, they have a, a full-body mirror. Mm. As you walk through the door, you have to see yourself in the mirror. And at Ooh. the top, it says, you are beautiful. Uh-huh. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. And you look at yourself and you say, wow, that's a wonderful affirmation. You are beautiful. But at the bottom of the mirror it says, and so is your enemy. And, you know, this reminds me hmm. of, of the way in which God sees conflict. I think very often what we try to do is claim God on our side <laughs> yes. and discard the others if they belong to the devil. So the first thing is see that every person is, is beautiful. Every person is loved by God, you and the person that you're having a disagreement with. Secondly, Develop a, a critical knowledge of yourself. You know, um, we, we read in, in uh, Romans chapter 3, verse 23, that all persons have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So it's not only that other person who's wrong and you are entirely right. Sometimes we can be wrong. You know, sometimes I've had to, I've, I've you know, been challenged by someone and thought, yes, now you're out of line. And after a little while, realized, actually, you know what? Sometimes you're entirely true, you're entirely right, and, and I was wrong. But sometimes, you know, there's been something valuable in, in the way in which you've engaged. And so a critical knowledge of the self, knowing not only how you respond to conflict, but also acknowledging that you're not perfect is, is a great and very helpful thing. And then the third thing that I would say, so, you know, remember your enemy is, is loved by God. Remember to be critical and, and aware of yourself. But the third thing is be compassionate and empathetic to others. You know, Paul says it so beautifully, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26, I need to have this written on my forehead. It says, in your anger, do not sin. And I think, Brad, you know, my experience is particularly in marriage, and Megan and I have been married for a very long time now, that conflict can sometimes be redeeming. Yeah. You know, the reason we, we sometimes disagree is because we love each other. We, we want to to deal with something that's sore. We want to get that stone out of the shoe. We we want to to deal with a thing that's irritating us or that's making us feel undervalued or not recognized. And and conflict is one way of saying, let's get the energy to to do this. So, So my encouragement to our sisters and brothers is to say, you know, even in conflict, God can redeem us, redeem the other, and redeem the situation. And for me, the, the guiding principle is that little question that Alan asked me. When we deal with a person who disagrees with us, who slanders us, with whom we have a misunderstanding, will Jesus say amen to the way in which we deal with him? 
Yeah, that's deep this morning. This idea, Dion, that we assume that we're right, I think is, the, is what leads to so many arguments, and in the faith as well, and not willing to really listen to the other person, but digging in our heels, and this idea of not wanting to be teachable as if we have all the answers for everything. Um, we, could, we could learn a lot, I suppose, if we would just stand still and listen just a little bit. That's very interesting, uh, Brad, that um, a contemporary of Jesus, someone who is around more or less at the same time as Jesus, a very famous um, uh, Hebrew rabbi, Rabbi Hillel, used to say, we are closer to the truth when we are asking questions than when we are giving answers. Mm. And I think as I've grown older, I've I've learned, you know, that, that that's often very important. When when someone comes charging into my office and they're, they're red-faced and angry, is to just ask some questions, to say, you know, what's going on? Why do you feel this way? Can you say more about it? Can you help me to understand? Mm. Is there something that, that I should do? You know, so just that, that posture of openness that says, actually, this is not me battling against you. This is the two of us standing together and saying, how can we deal with a problem that we both face? Mm. And, and I think often in marriage, that, that's a very necessary thing. You know, when I was first married, Megan and I used to, have disagreements, and by virtue of the work that I do, you know, which is rational and reasonable and mm. based on argument, I could win just about every argument. <laughs> often I'd be celebrating my victory on the couch, you know. Uh-huh. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> so you very soon learn that that's, you know, winning is not is not the uh, is not the aim. Uh, winning together, I think, is, is the thing we should want. I love that. And when in a heated moment, never tell the other person to calm down, because never in the history of, <laughs> because ne- what, what do they say, Dion? Never in the history of calming down has anyone ever calmed down after being told to please calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? It sounds to me like you're speaking from experience here, my brother. <laughs> I shall stay mum on this subject from this point onwards. <laughs> Uh, Dion, we love your wisdom. Thanks for your insight this morning. I know many people are listening and they said, oh, I could hear there were a few points there. I don't recall all of them. Don't worry. The podcast will be available for you shortly after the program. So just visit our website, kpulpa.co.za, and you can listen again. Please share it. These are opportunities for us to grow. We're talking about opportunities to grow. Here comes another one. Let's embrace it and be better people at the end of today than we were when we woke up this morning. Dion, thanks for your time. Be blessed. Stay safe. And always great connecting with you. Thanks, my friend. Many blessings for the day. Bye then. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.